With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. All right, guys. So here's the thing. A lot of news happening right now in mixed martial arts. And your boy DC is always on top of it. So I got a couple topics I want to discuss with you guys as we have been a little bit laid back since the rush of the Islam Makachev interview, which was an interview full of sound bites. As you know, I love uh, chatting with the champion. But first off, we got to talk about a fight that's supposed to happen in Islam's weight class. Guys, we have been watching the ultimate fighter. Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler are coaching on the show. They're supposed to fight at the end of the show. My voice is all jacked. I'm in the middle of wrestling camp right now. I've got 300 kids. I'm yelling at them. I'm screaming. But they're supposed to fight at the end of the show. But now, Conor McGregor finds himself in one of those situations that he has started to kind of find himself in a little bit are far too frequently for our liking as mixed martial arts fans. But for as concerning as his out-of-the-octagon things are, one thing that also raises my ears and my eyebrows and everything else that makes me suspicious is the fact that now I'm here and you don't want to fight Michael Chandler. What was the purpose? What was the purpose of the ultimate fighter? What was the purpose of taking the ultimate fighter, doing the show and taking the fight? One of the the holdups is that Connor still at this point has not gotten into the USADA testing pool. Michael Chandler for himself is trying to figure out why it's taking so long. Get it done, my guy. I want the fight. Why does Connor now not want to fight Chandler? Especially in a fight that seems like it's pretty much tailor-made for him. I don't know if there's a better matchup for Connor in the top five of the lightweight division. You Look at Mike and the way that he's operating. And he's making Twitter videos and he's talking about Connor and he's wondering what the holdup is 
Because Michael Chandler understands that he has to have this fight. You, When you get something that you truly enjoy, something precious, you make it dear to you. That's what Michael Chandler is doing right now. This Conor McGregor fight is dear to Michael Chandler. This Conor McGregor fight gets Michael Chandler paid more. Guys, there are times where you have these special athletes, these different guys, that when you fight them, you know that the fight's going to do well, so you get paid more. That's the situation for Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor. Happened for me with John Jones initially. I had a fight purse for everyone else, but then I had a fight purse for when I fought John Jones because John Jones and I would guarantee to do 800, 700, 1,000 pay-per-view buys. So you got paid more. And that was even before the pay-per-view kicked in. So you constantly have these little risers in the contracts and Michael Chandler understands that that riser for McGregor is bigger than anything else that he would get. He also has that uh, for a fight against Habib Nurmagomedov. So Chandler and his team, being very smart businessmen, negotiated higher fight purses for the biggest fights and the biggest fights in the division and the biggest names in the game for him. He strategically put himself here, but now he's here and that McGregor just don't want to do it. But how do you deal with a guy like McGregor who essentially moves to the beat of his own drum? I don't know what Chandler can do to make him move quicker into USADA, to make him agree to the fight faster. I guess just kind of talking shit to him might help, but I don't know if that's going to be enough. Mike's in a weird position. I spoke to him off the record today a little bit, just through text messages, and he's in a position where he's got to kind of just wait and see because that's where he is. But my one bit of advice to him was don't let the fight fall by the wayside. Do whatever you have to do in order to keep this fight together because this is a fight that can really make you at a level that no one else in the fight game can do. It, it's The ultimate fighter has been the ultimate fighter, right? It's great to see Conor up there doing his thing, but then he picks all the beginners to fight the veterans. Now he hasn't won a fight yet. Spoiler alert. He hasn't won a fight yet on the ultimate fighter. It's like this, that choice was so bad, but I think it was made because I think there was one of his teammates that he wanted on his team or something that he just felt like he had to get him. So that's what he did. Um, Make it happen, Mike. Do not let this fight fall by the wayside. Continue to poke. Continue to prod. Dare I say be a little bit disrespectful to get Conor McGregor to fight you. Because if I know one thing, when you insult McGregor, his pride makes him want to step up and take it to you. I think that might be the way Michael Chandler solidifies this fight, even though that's very out of his element in regards to the way that he usually approaches fight. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Guys, the Game Time app is the number one supplier of last minute tickets in the entire world the game time app leads the show so whether you're trying to watch victor Wimanyama play for the spurs next season or hell catch an mls game enter miami try to watch messi maybe the game time app can help you on those tickets you know they're expensive now and the game time app been rocking with your boy for a little bit download the game time app no matter where you are or what you're trying to do Save money to get out and do something fun. And how about this? Use the promo code DCTV and we'll give you $20 off of your first purchase. Download the Game Time app today. Promo code DCTV for $20 off of your first purchase. Guys, now this is one that I always kind of wonder aloud about. Corey Sanhagen is fighting Umar Nurmagomedov. Sean O'Malley had things to say about that on his podcast, saying it's gangster, but is it smart? So my question to you, and I pose this to you, and I ask you to give me answers in the comments, what's more valuable in the fight game, that honor or finding the best path to a championship opportunity because Sean O'Malley's done that. He's 8-1 in the UFC. 
fought Cheeto Vera, didn't lose, if you listen to Sean, but then fought Piotrion and beat him, right? In a fight where people thought he lost. So on two sides, it's a weird deal. But Sean O'Malley finds himself in position A to challenge Aljamain Sterling for the championship belt. Sanhagen can really solidify that next shot if he gets through Normega Medoff, but O'Malley doesn't believe that that's the action that he should take. While he respects it, he doesn't think it's the smartest decision. He said because you could fight the toughest fight for the biggest reward, but you could also be a better businessman. Thinks that Sanhagen could have been a better businessman in regards to getting his opportunity without Normega Medoff. So what is the path? Does it always work in the way that O'Malley says or the way that he's done it? Or do you sometimes have to go through that fight with Umar to get to the championship? And then what if Umar wins? Then what? What does that do to the division? Especially with the champion saying he's going up to 145 after this fight. For the division to be as good as it is, I think it's the best division in the UFC. But there's so much on the line in this little quad of Aljo, O'Malley, Sanhagen, Umar. You forget about Marab Dualishvili, who's the number one contender. If Aljo goes up, Marab's in a title fight. What if Umar wins? Meaning if Aljo goes up after keeping his belt. Sean O'Malley wins. Winner of Cejudo versus Chito? Or is, is it the winner of Sanhagen versus Umar? The division is full of questions. But for me, when it's in a, when it's a division like this, a division that's so dangerous, how do you navigate it? Is it the way O'Malley did? Or is it the Sanhagen way? Where you go through Cheeto and then you fight Umar and say, hey, I'm undeniable. I want to know. Y'all let me know in the comments like what you think. What's the path to a championship opportunity? I got to know. Last thing. Ilya Deportia said Patty Pimlet is not relevant anymore and he doesn't need to fight him. I agree. After his interview the other day when he talked about Michael Chandler and he talked about all these guys, he's become interesting. Very rarely does a guy become interesting when they're fighting on a fight like he did on a fight night in the Apex. It's hard to really break out. Ilya did that. One mistake. Ilya, love you. Love your fight style. I think you are a future guy that will challenge for the belt. But he comes out and says he'll finish Bulk in a round. Hey, I understand poking and prodding the bear. When you go to the third round in the last fight against a guy that comes in not with hardly with any of the credentials that Volkanovsky has, that's a very big comment to make. Felt like he did everything right up to that point. I think that was a bit of a miss. Can't say you're going to finish one of the greatest fighters of all time in a round when you couldn't finish the fight in the round last weekend. And while he did have a fantastic performance and does look the part of a future contender, I believe that Ily has a little bit of work to do. But trust me, my guy, you're doing everything else right. Continue to win in the way you are and continue to call them out because that works. But for guys like me, the guys, the talking heads, that was the only misstep. Say you could beat the champ, saying you're going to finish him in the first round after going three last weekend. 
seems a little bit of a stretch. Guys, until next time, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend that DC's got a YouTube channel, and I'm constantly dropping great content. Till next time, guys. Peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.